This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out episode 243, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very much for tuning in this evening, this morning, whenever you are listening to us. You can be listening to us on iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe, rate us a five, listen to us at MarkingOut.com. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com and buy our t-shirt. That is ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. I am your host, Dave. You can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And I am here with Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Uh, how was your week? It was. Uh, it went by quick. It really did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it went by quick. Um, it feels like just yesterday I went apple picking. Yeah, it feels like uh, it's still September. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're only two days into October, but fall yeah. is officially here. Yeah, it's pumpkin spice everything now. I don't, I don't get any of that pumpkin stuff. I really I, don't. I'm a, I'm a fan. I bought into the pumpkin phase. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed that they had that pumpkin donut at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I don't. That's, I, I like didn't that. T- didn't it taste like anything? I wouldn't say it was cheesecake, that's for sure. Oh, no, I didn't have that one. Then which one? You had like the regular... Yeah, the regular donut. The cake donut? Cake donut? No. Yeah. Regular it, donut. It's... Okay, you don't know what donuts are then. Yeah. Regular. You had a, a Dunkin' Donut pumpkin donut. Yeah. Was it? Was there a pumpkin image on the donut? No. So it was a cake donut. I don't know. It was a cake donut. Trust a me. Donut. So it was a, I, you know what? <laughs> well, when you when bit, in, to, when when you bit donuts, into the cake. I will never, I will never question your, uh, <laughs> your when intelligence you, when it comes to that. So yes, no, it was a. When uh, you, wait, listen, listen. When you bit into the donut, did it look like the inside of a piece of cake or did it look like a flaky inside of like a circle donut? No, it looked like cake. So it was a cake Why? donut. What's the other, what other donut is there? There's, there's cake and then just regular like if you're gonna get like if you i know like the the two biggest donuts that they have like if you get a a glazed donut you say oh can i have a cake glazed donut or can i have a glazed donut okay so they're two different what's it i like they're munchkins they have a cake glazed donut and a a glazed donut like one is like fluffy like a regular round Donut would be, and and the other one is like the pumpkin spice latte. I thought they were all the same. What I thought mean? they were all cake donuts. No, like they have different consistencies. I was unaware of this. I don't. <laughs> I thought they were all cake donuts. When you bite into a donut, like you know how the jelly donuts are. Like yeah. The the normal like not the powdered sugar ones, the actual okay. like the 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 mini Munchkin ones. Yeah. That's not a cake donut. How not? It's like got the flaky crust. I think I see what you're talking about. Right. If you had a box of donuts in front of you right now, like the Bavarian cream. I used to love those, but now I want Boston cream. Okay, regardless, that's one. 
<laughs> Actually, I don't know if those are cake donuts or not. But again, <laughs> so didn't you didn't too. you go to donuts uh, donuts Dunkin' Donuts recently? Yeah, I went after that show. I went looking for the Oreo cheesecake donut, and they didn't have it. Go? They didn't have it. They had the cheesecake pumpkin cheesecake. Unbelievably. Unbelievable. Yeah, you, I said you to gave the, in, though, right? Yeah, because, of course, it's cheesecake. I want to try it. It tastes nothing like cheesecake, though. Yeah. But I did have donuts last Saturday. I went When, when I went apple picking, I had apple cider donuts. They were pretty good. Oh, very nice. Those are that's, It's the season for apple cider and stuff like that now, too. Yeah. I bought a uh, pumpkin. Oh, yeah? What do you do with it? It's just sitting in my bowl of apples. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I had some uh, apple cider the other night. I'm not, my, a, I'm not an apple cider guy. I liked it. Like it was like it was there was it wasn't artificial or anything. I liked it. It wasn't there was no extra uh, sugar in there. It was just the pure apple. I I dug it. What do you mean it was pure apple? Like all it was was the apple squeezed. So then you had apple juice. No cider. No. Cider has extra stuff in it, like spices. <laughs> like apple you just juice. drank apple juice, bro? So then what's cider? Apple cider is like, it's an apple drink with like cinnamon, uh, what is the star or something? I don't think you always need flavoring cider to make it cider. I think apple juice is where it, there's additives and stuff like that, like like what Mott's and stuff like that, uh, uh, what they do. Let's see. Apple cider is a beverage, non-alcoholic, made from apples, typically referred to as cider, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it is tangier, conventional filtered apple juice. Yeah. I don't think it, there has to be any, uh, necessarily has to be any uh, additions to it, like cinnamon. Okay. So I'm thinking... <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking that maybe it's this mulled cider, which is quote unquote a popular autumn and winter beverage where cider is heated to a temperature just below boiling with cinnamon, orange peels, nutmeg, uh, other spices, and cloves, blah, blah, blah. So maybe I had that, but it was chilled. Oh. I have no idea. But now that we're done with the apple cider and donut talk. Uh, actually, you know what? You, you see this new Burger King stuff? No. This new Black be... Whopper bun? Interesting. They're, they're releasing it for Halloween or whatever, like that, or I guess for October or just for Halloween. Huh. I have no clue. Like, I that's a necessity. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I thought they had that in, uh, overseas at another... I thought they had a full Black Whopper. Yeah, right? Either Burger King or McDonald's had a... I think it was Burger King had a burger like that yeah i thought so too but i just i don't see the point I, yeah i don't see what's eye appealing about it what was eye appealing was i saw a, a mcdonald's commercial well like a little picture online of a nightmare before christmas happy meal and like claiming that this is true and stuff like that and of course it's fake but i think that would be really cool even though it's like i think it's 20 no 20 years, 15 years. I forgot what anniversary just hit. What comes with it? Like, what's the, the big thing? Oh, it was just like Nightmare Before Christmas toys, and the Happy Meal box was night, uh, themed to Nightmare Before Christmas. And you, a 37-year-old, thought that was cool? 
Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely collect those toys. Uh, can I just get the toys? Uh, let me stand on my shelf. <laughs> I think that would be good. I used to do that. <laughs> I think that would be cool. I wish, like, that's one of my regrets in life. When uh, McDonald's came out with those. <laughs> this is a regret of life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when McDonald's came out with the Happy Meal, they had, like, the Disney characters in like storybooks like plastic fold open like vhs tapes oh yeah they have those. yeah i had i literally went to mcdonald's to mcdonald's to mcdonald's just buying the toys mm-hmm. because i thought they were the coolest things and uh i, didn't, I don't have them anymore i don't really? think yeah i think my mom gave them to uh our younger cousin oh i'm not, that I'm not positive yeah i still have mine i actually i actually maybe not anymore i may have lost it in sandy uh, but I had the, uh, like Robin Hood and a few others. Yeah, no, I had like every single one in the series. Yeah, I didn't have every one. They, they used to have the best toys, but not anymore. Now I have no clue what it is, what, what Happy Meal toys look like these days, but I, I don't I, even see commercials for Happy Meal toys these days, I don't think. No, I mean, unless they only aired on like Nickelodeon and channels like that. Which would make sense, but yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see that happening. But yeah, I had like Space Jam figures, I think, from them, or the Space Jam, like they came with like jerseys. Yeah, those were cool. The the plush dolls, are you talking about or no? Uh, yeah, and they had yeah. the jerseys on them. Yeah, I used to put them on my wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um. So you yeah. do, doing anything special planned out for this month or? This month, um. No, just doing uh, some volunteering around here for like a little um, uh, races that they're having, but nothing too special. One of my friends may have us over to her her place for like a, what is it, like um, a Halloween party? Yeah, a Halloween party. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby for apples. Bobby oh, you don't want to bob like for that. apples with college kids? Yeah, no, uh, something like that. Yeah. But besides that, not too much. I have no desire to go out on Halloween. I mean, I'd rather spend it with my friends and stuff and like actually do stuff as opposed to going out to a bar. I said I said this month, not exactly for Halloween in general, but Well, that's this month. I mean you're upstate where I'm sure there's tons of like orchards and stuff. Yeah, no, there there are. That's been tossed around a few times, uh doing a haunted hay uh, hayride that got tossed around. I'm sure there's um, tons of haunted areas up there near Albany, too. Yeah, there's a uh, haunted cemetery, but that's blocked off. You can't go into. Uh, what about you? What are you up to? What do you have planned? Uh, I don't even... I'm not too sure. I, like, I already went to pick apples and, and I guess, pumpkins, too. I might do that again. All I, went, right. I went to my friend's bachelor party. That was fun. Yeah, how was that? It was good. I ate steak. I ate way too much food. Like, literally, I was, like, screwed halfway through. And I'm like, I, I was like, Brandon, you got to stop. You got to stop. And then, because uh, we went to Frank's Steakhouse. Uh-huh. And for those of you who aren't from Long Island, uh, Frank's Steakhouse, to me, better than any, like, Ruth Chris, um, Morton's, what other famous steakhouses? I don't know. They're every... They're, that literally is my favorite steak at, in, in all of life. So yeah. I'm like sitting there, I'm eating all the food, eating all the food, get halfway through my steak or like probably a quarter way through my steak and I'm like, 
you got to save room. There's cheesecake coming. <laughs> so, oh man! Yeah. So then they then they bring out the dessert. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that's the cheesecake? It was this giant like cup of cheesecake. It was so good. I, and then I I, I I woke up full the next day. That's unfortunate that you didn't touch <laughs> that steak. Oh, but I took it home, so it's oh, like it's okay. gonna be finished. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but no, uh, I cool. got yeah, and then I have his wedding later in this month too. All right. I was Are supposed you? To, what were you gonna say? No, 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 I was gonna change the topic. I was gonna say I was supposed to go see the Who, but Roger Daltrey canceled, and that's gonna or postponed it to March now. So. Oh, is that all? All, all the dates, yeah. Oh, uh, so I should probably let my parents know. Oh, that. yeah, you're right. Yeah, your parents are going March third now. March third? Yeah, March third, sixteen at uh seven thirty. Where at? Same place? Yeah, Madison Square change, Garden. You didn't change, change any of that? venue. No one's changing venues. I don't know. Why did they push back the concert? Because Roger had like pneumonia or something and was like sick uh, in and out of the hospitals, and now he's taking time to fully recover. Oy. All right. Yeah. I guess I should give them a heads up. Yeah, you probably got emails about it. <laughs> I, I didn't get any. You had to have. I didn't get I mean, maybe it's in spam. It but might I be. I got like seven emails from Madison Square Garden and Ticketmaster. Oh, MSG. I haven't received anything from MSG for sure. But I literally got like at least seven emails from MSG, Live Nation, and Ticketmaster. That's interesting. Oh, but I – wait. Are they going to there or Nassau? David. David. <laughs> First of all, Nassau Coliseum's yeah, concert Nassau's already happened. Second of all, where are you going then? Madison Square Garden. Nassau Coliseum doesn't Barclay. exist anymore. I've been to Barclays already. Oh. That happened in. I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't, maybe I didn't know you got tickets to that. Yeah, I ended up. I will really enjoyed the show at Barclays. I was like, this is literally could be their last ever show it's the garden i have the opportunity to do the trifecta as in coliseum barclays and madison square garden only two stops on this tour that i would have been to but yeah yeah so because national coliseum i went and saw them in 2012 or 13 or something like that so uh-huh. all right so it's very cool very cool uh do you have any are you going to dress up for halloween or you don't know yet I still, I'm not sure. I, don't, I mean, everyone wants to know what your wrestling uh, persona is going to be for Halloween this year. That's what I have, you know, I don't know. I don't, because as of right now, I don't have any plans to go to anything on Halloween. Uh, you can't disappoint. I don't know if uh, if I'll be invited anywhere, if anyone's having a Halloween party or anything, but... When either, you tweet, all you have to do is tweet at, at BTTG161, yeah, right. and Brandon will show up to your uh, Halloween party. Either I'm skipping it, or I am going to uh, use the the Bray Wyatt stuff. I don't have a fedora, so... Use the Bray Wyatt stuff? Yeah, like I have pants that Bray Wyatt would look like oh. he wear. I have the, the Bray Wyatt shirt. I have the beard. Yeah, you I have do. the long hair. That you do. So, because I, I mean, what else am I gonna dress up as? I already did. I did mankind. I did Paul Bearer. I did Sting. I feel. I, I would feel disappointed in myself if I wasn't another wrestler this year, or just I'm, anything in general. Because for the past three years, I've done it. But yeah, I'm sure that you'll figure it out. And last year was kind of a dud. I didn't really. I went. I went to. What is it, Broad Hollow Road? What is that? Sweet Hollow Road? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sweet Hollow, I think. Yeah, but... 
All right, so let's kick off this show with some independent news, or just outside the ring news in general. Yeah, let's do it. All right, outside the ring news in general. Uh, apparently, NWA president Bruce Tharp, uh, he's one of the heels at New Japan Pro Wrestling, met with Spike TV. Uh, this may be in regards to a TV deal. So maybe wait. we'll see the return of NWA on wait, wait, television. No, 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 no. He's a heel in New Japan. Yeah. So his does he have any sort of pull in New Japan or no? I don't think he has any pull. Uh, I do know, like it was it was him when uh, what is his name? Rob Conway. Right. Like when NW, NWA oh, right. had well, thing he over was there. NWA. Yeah. Yeah. So if. NWA is getting a TV deal for Spike TV. That's even worse than than TNA. Because anyone, I think, could sign up for NWA. Like, oh, NWA Pacific, NWA Blue Walls. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's going to give people we know an outlet on television, I Who am do, all for it. Who's in NWA that we know? I don't, a few people. Do you I, know how many NWAs there are? Right. So you think that, oh, NWA sidekick is going to get a, or whatever it is? I don't know which one they're talking N about. NWA. I know Rex Lawless, I think, wrestled for some of them. Yeah, but. There's a few. Why few would that one know. get a TV deal with Spike TV? I don't know which one. Who knows? NWA Apocalypse. NWA, NWA straight from the 90s. Talking about straight from the 90s. Vader was offered $5,000 to compete in a shoot fight. That's $1,500 for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Uh, no clue what this promotion is, who challenged him, who's putting up this money. And we don't know if he's accepted it yet. But yeah, $5,000 on the table to fight Vader. I heard it was Frankie Stacchino. And maybe it was. <laughs> Maybe uh, they do have a uh, heated history, so I mean their father and son. Yeah, so we'll we'll find out. Yeah, other some other stuff. We saw Johnny Gargano will be facing Ethan Page, where the loser's going to be leaving WWN Live, which is Evolve, Dragon Gate USA. So is he signed? Yeah, I mean, we, after we have this, seen we have seen Champa Gargano teaming up, or not even teaming up, just using yeah, the same I mean, Titantron though. Yeah, teaming <laughs> up, and then we've even seen recently. I was, was going to say singles. singles. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say both of them for singles, but they're still both of them using the same Titantron. So yeah, so maybe we're going to be seeing a lot more of them. Uh, also talking about that, Biff Busick. He had he was rumored to have signed with WWE, and apparently at Beyond Wrestling this past weekend, he had he competed in a round robin uh, tournament style match, um, and he oh stop talking to me okay there we go um, he had a fair a farewell speech over there so I think he's on his way to WWE too. Who, who was talking to you? Oh, you didn't hear that? No. That's uh, my computer was oh. talking. Because that makes you sound a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, not at all. My computer is talking to me, so I told it to stop. Yes. Everyone's like, oh my god, David was talking to his, his computer. was talking <laughs> to David. It doesn't exist. Nah. Talking about non-existent, 
Dolph Ziggler and his oh, really? I Nikki really Bella. literally thought you were going to FWE. <laughs> Jeez, you're always best with segues, huh? Yeah, so, um, yeah, non-existent is that, that relationship, that chemistry between Nikki Bella and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, they left guess, us with a cliffhanger on Total Divas this week for the mid-season finale. Yeah, Ziggler goes in for a kiss. Yeah, he goes, Nikki, I still have feelings for you. I mean, yeah. w- we knew that they were dating, which is well, so weird. Like, I think a lot of people knew. But I think I feel like we knew outside of everyone else, and then everyone else found out. Yeah. Because we, I... we saw them together. Yeah. You remember that? You're like, hey, nice match, champ. He goes, screw you, you piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that stuff with me for a very long time. He goes, cool story, bro. Get away from me. But we appreciate him being on our uh, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So look at how things have changed. <laughs> he goes, Mr. Ziggler, Mr. Ziggler, I don't want to bother you, but I just want to say that you had a really cool match tonight. Thanks, kid. Get away from me. It's true. That's how it. That's how it happened. It's funny. I feel like it, it's funny because I feel like um, I feel like Daniel Bryan in this sense. How so? Because they had on the WWE Network. They have the show uh, Table for Three, which, in my opinion, well, I mean, it, if you watch both shows, it, it's just like JB Smooth's show on MSG Network, Four Courses, which is basically it's three legends or three people in general on WWE Network, sitting around a table, eating, and talking about a particular subject. Did they eat anything good? Um, you know, I never really paid attention to the food. Why? I, I feel know. like that's the most important thing of the show. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, this, this past week's episode was Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, and Ryback. And Daniel Bryan told a story... Which Ryback right away said, you know, of all the stories I really was in my head saying the whole time, please don't tell the Brock Lesnar story. And uh, apparently Ryback used to ride with Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes. And Ryback said, this was the last day that I ever rode with you guys because of this, where Daniel Bryan was, it was when Brock made his return to WWE. Uh And they were all driving together and they were talking about, well, how do you impress Brock? And Ryback's like, there's only one way to impress Brock. And Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes went around telling the whole the locker room saying that what Ryback had said was the only way to impress Brock is take Cialis. <laughs> what? Yeah. So you go. So Ryback in turn was taking Cialis to go prove himself to be worthy or whatever. No. That's the story Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes was telling, which was completely fabricated. I think what Ryback really said was like, you got to pump your arms or something to impress Brock's. Or maybe he even did say the Cialis joke, but he was clearly joking when he said it. So, but they, they like took the story and twisted it. And Ryback's like, that's the last day I ever wrote with you guys. But I, I, I only told that story because that's basically what I just did with Dolph Ziggler's story. So, yeah. But it was funny. I was dying that whole episode. It was so funny. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I fell off the... I Once again, I can't get into Total Divas. But yes, will I we see... I of uh, Naomi. Will, will we see... Naomi's on the show, bro. Oh, camera so, then. Uh, will we see John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler, a feud, maybe? I That's don't, what they're saying. Yeah, who knows? Who I knows? mean, it'll probably... I mean, I could see them doing it, but... Yeah, I can too. 
Um, yeah, apparently they moved The Rock over to the current roster from Alumni. Which, if you, if you ask me, if The Rock was under Alumni or current roster, he would have always had been under current roster for me. That would have been my answer no matter what. There's really? no way. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have thought that they moved him back to alumni after he did Mania 27, 8, 9. I don't know. I would have taken him off of current if he's not current. Yeah, but is Brock Lesnar current? Yes, but is Brock Lesnar yeah. all but is Brock Lesnar always there? No, but he's involved in storylines. But like when he wasn't involved with storylines until he returned again. See what no. I'm saying? Then I, I would have put him with alumni. So I think Brock was also under current. Even yeah. when he wasn't. That's the whole speculation is, oh my God, is The Rock going to do something at Survivor Series? Or, I mean, Hell in a Cell or this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's always that. It's always going to be that. Just like the last pay-per-view, The Rock's going to be the, the Shield's third partner. Yeah, how'd that turn out? Break the walls down. Yeah. Speaking of breaking the walls down, has nothing to do with breaking the walls down, though. But uh, Hornswoggle was suspended for 30 days uh, for the wellness policy violation. Uh, I know there was an internet rumor going around basically saying that Hornswoggle couldn't produce urine within three hours of being told that he needed to. Yeah, maybe he was a little bit uh, stage frightened or he just dehydrated, couldn't do it. But that is the rumor going around. Like what kind of, what's the wellness policy? Was he taking steroids? What do you do mean? We, like, what's under what wellness policy violation was violated? Like, what was? I, I, no, it was the the fact that he couldn't urinate. Right. So I'm saying, like, there was. Yeah, that that, that would be the violation that if you can't urinate within this amount of time, then you violate it. Right, which makes no sense to me. Cause like, they, I because sometimes I can't go. I yeah, because then they they assume that you're trying to hide something or whatever, but. Who knows? I mean, who knows the truth behind all this? I'm like, let me go drink like a giant gallon of water. Yeah. Throw up first from it because I can't hold down a giant gallon of water. No. <laughs> but uh, speaking of holding, holding it, down. it down, wow, Segue is thinking alike. I assume we're thinking alike. Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> Barclays Center. Yeah. Barclays Center announced this week, it was announced that SummerSlam and NXT and Monday Night Raw will be returning for the three days in a row again for 2016 and 2017. Now, I'm really hoping that they fix the flaws that were from this year. Meaning, Such as not capitalizing on having an access. I still don't believe that they didn't. I mean, they had, which was cool. By the way, they had they just aired the NXT uh, panel on the WWE Network this past week after Raw. Uh-huh. So that was pretty cool. I just think that they really needed access for this uh, SummerSlam. And I think that they should do a lot more uh, promoting in the area. But that's the thing. Where do you hold it? Where do you hold access? Can, if, you could do it at the Izod Center. Didn't they have oh it there God, in the past? so behind everything. Nassau Coliseum is closed. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, no, not Izod. <laughs> I didn't mean Izod. Oh, um, Prudential Center? No, no, no. What is it in New York City where Comic-Con is? 
Oh, the Javits Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jacob, ja- Jacob Javits Center. That might have been booked already for SummerSlam weekend, but and it could also be booked already for SummerSlam weekend then too. But yeah, I think that they could do it there. But I'm sure that there's always a place to do something sort of uh, for an access. Yeah, I don't but, know. Or, or at least they should re- go back to the way that they were announcing the WWE 2K whatever game. Yeah, they, they should. should bring that back. It's like they really went all out when SummerSlam was in California. And now that it's over here, it's like, whatever, we're back. But, hey, you can come if you want. As far as the 2K goes, it's like this is basically 2K's first WWE game. Like, yes, you had 2K14, 2K15. Was it 2K14? Uh, I think so, but I feel like this was like their actual first chance to build from scratch. Yeah, but overall, I just think that I feel like California, California had an access, I believe, for SummerSlam. Sometimes, I think. Like, I, I just don't understand why they can't. It might be too cost money, cost cutting. Costly. Costly, yeah. I don't know. Talking about costly, FWE Wrestling apparently shut down its uh, promotion. They without alerting any of its fans or whatever. Uh, I was doing some research. Looks like a lot of fans are annoyed that they made purchases for their event for that was going to happen this weekend. Next week and next week, and I, there's a lot of controversy about refunds. It looks like they're making good on the refunds and everything like that. It's a it's unfortunate that a promotion does go under because it's one less promotion for uh people we know and overall just wrestlers in general to ex- get exposure at so it stinks i mean fwe put on a few good sh- good events too yeah a um, lot of they, good matches that, held there yeah they had that i pay-per-view a few times so um do you want to take this last one uh, you know what or should we have her take it yeah, I'm definitely not having hard take it, but uh, apparently hit the internet sites that Dixie Carter apparently emailed frustration about Destination America, basically verbally attacking the president and executives of the company uh, back in May of this year. Yeah, and now... But she, instead of sending it to somebody else, she, or she, she sent it to somebody else and CC'd them on it by mistake, or just sent it to them by mistake. Yeah. So... Uh, I mean, basically from what I saw of the report, she was in the right to want the information and be upset. Now Obviously, what if, she shouldn't have What information? She just wanted, because the they, they weren't posting like DVR ratings until like days after or something and other ratings. Yeah, they so, weren't so, like... at, so as somebody that is the head of the company... You should be able to access that stuff from a television network that you're signed to. Yeah. Especially I, I, especially since TNA, I would assume, does a lot of DVR ratings rather than live. Yeah, I do agree with that. But, I mean, on the other hand, I think you have to be cautious about who you're CCing. I mean, that's just a bonehead move. Who knows if maybe she intended to actually CC them. I yeah. mean, you could easily email someone and sit more than one person and say, oh, yeah, no, I did it by accident. Or it was all leaked down, and this is leading to Destination America's, like, oh, this is a feud. We're, we're, you're, yeah. you're in the wrestling business? Let's get in the wrestling business. Could be that, too. Um, but And this is also from back in May. 
I mean, everything now is, I mean, we found out so many times that they were going to potentially close down, that they're reducing the schedule at, on Destination America and all of this since then. So really, I feel like this has no impact on current uh, modern day. Yeah, everything's all like Davis Revolution that and screw you TNA this and yeah. suck at TNA executives. Yeah, definitely. Talking about sucking it, did you see uh, Finn Balor? Yes, of course I saw Finn Balor. Posting, right. posting pictures outside in Nashville, Tennessee, doing his little DX chop in front of the TNA building management offices. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. With, uh, uh, what's his name in the background? Jason I, I Jordan? Know. Yeah, Jason Jordan was there, too. There must be, like, a restaurant over there or something that they're that's, sitting in front of. It looked that's like... That's what I'm thinking. It's a public area. Yeah. I forgot. I think that there is a place over there. But I know uh, two of our Twitter followers definitely had uh, stuff to say on that. Jasmine at Reverse Adam Massage, she thought that was pretty interesting uh, in addition to us. And then Rob Kimball, you can go check him out, Rob Kimball Brand. He went on to say, Finn and Jordan bought TNA. Suck it, Dave Meltzer. Anyway, guess Finn is not a fan of TNA. And to follow up with that, Grado, 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 he posted a picture of him in front of the Performance Center saying, like, shots fired. Dude, you, stop. <laughs> not to Balor. Yeah, Nobody, oh, and let's let's Grado probably took that like when he went for his WWE tryout back in like a few months ago or whatever. Or a year and a half ago. So yeah. But speaking of Divas Revolution, should, yes. we, should we cover that in Medusa's rant? Do it up. Yeah, so basically Medusa just uh spoke her mind about I believe this was about the promo that Paige cut on Charlotte and Becky. And uh, she just basically, she said, hashtag just my opinion. I believe at about halfway through this promo, which was a badass promo, the moment and hashtag mood, I'm not going to read hashtags anymore because she randomly hashtags a bunch of thoughts, things. Yeah, you, you don't have it. The moment and mood Miss Nikki Bella was in, uh, she heard my name being yelled from the audience on WWE Monday Night Raw and threw up her hand as I threw up in my mouth to just ignore the fact that forever existence of Alundra Blaze is the real revolutionary that was, started this revolution. Was that true? Were they chanting for her? Of course not. I then think what she is was she... being hypothetical here. Oh. Not to mention Pipe Bomb, You're Not AJ, Paige, calling the NXT uh, Championship the Women's Championship meh. Well, let's just call it like I see it. Most of you are overrated. Half of you cannot wrestle. Some just sound illiterate as soon as you open your pie hole. Also disrespectful. If I were all, if I were you all, I would be watching your back. You never know who Natalia might show up with just, uh, just to bitch slap a few across the face for the a receipt. Oh, and where the hell is Team Bad? Too busy with glow sticks and things that glow in the dark. As far as I'm concerned, Charlotte and Becky Lynch have it going on at the moment. 
but what the hell do I know? I'm 50 past my time and have been reported as an ugly bitch. I have three words you can call me. Boss ass bitch. Okay. Uh, back um, to the whole uh, NXT Women's uh, Championship. Uh, what? What? Okay. Another spider? No, I want to rant. Back to her saying the Women's Championship. That is, in WWE currently, the only women's championship. So, therefore, it is the women's championship. Uh, I do agree with Medusa that a few of them are overrated, and a few of them do sound illiterate. I absolutely have to disagree with her about Charlotte, obviously. Uh, okay, I'm just interrupting you. Hot How tag. is the, H the AJ stuff? AJ, why is she saying you're not AJ? AJ did not do the pipe bomb. AJ is not CM Punk. CM Punk did the pipe bomb. I think that Alondra Blaze is just trying to get her little spot, get the spotlight on her, get some conversation going, just because she may not be as um, in the spotlight as Sunny right now. But who cares about these people? I don't. I don't care about them. Why is she saying you never know when Natalia or someone's going to come up behind you as if Natalia actually cares about what she says? Because this is wrestling it is fake uh, so i do not get that at all it's predetermined not fake i predetermined i think that this is just completely idiotic um and i do think that this is the diva championship belt not the women's championship um and yeah i don't care i don't care yeah but uh, as far as that whole thing, I what I thought when AJ cut that whole quote-unquote pipe bomb for herself, no. That was the thought that went through my head. When Paige did it, I mean, there was a lot of truthful things in there, but again, no. It wasn't a pipe bomb. There was not, It was a promo. Really, there's only been one pipe bomb in WWE. You could say there's two or three. There's really only been... Quote unquote one pipe bomb. I should say quote unquote pipe yeah. bomb. Yeah. I, I think that it's kind of being absurd that people just toss out the word pipe bomb. That's when, when Paige when Paige did that, I, I tweeted a thing out that says CM Punk fans be like, and it's a pipe bomb. Yeah. It's kind of like that, that barricade spot where you just hear it, you see it over and over. You're like, okay, stop. It, it, it's not a pipe bomb. It's just them cutting a good promo, cutting a uh, really like breaking that that wall down yeah, and basically, basically it's breaking promo. the fourth wall. But you're yeah. really not because it's probably scripted. Exactly. So, so whenever someone, I it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Next. Yeah. Stupid. Okay. Uh, you want to go into results? Yeah, let's check it out. NYWC till I collapse took place this past week. Yeah, uh, they kicked off with a little uh, a little tag team gauntlet match where the winners would face the tag team champions later on that night. The tag team champions being Flawless and Lawless. So you had Mike, Taver uh, Mike Taverna and Talon defeating Alvin Alvarez, J-Red, Willow Nightingale, and Sammy's, Sammy Pickles. Yeah, Sammy Pickles. The Academy Dub Boys, Joe Tell and JT Kaysen, Jesse Bain and Anthony LaSera. Um, that's pretty cool to see Willow Nightingale and uh, uh, Sammy Pickles in here. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Uh, they also had the Big O taking on Apollyon, picking up the victory there. Big O, Big O. Nah, I don't know if he's going under Mike Taverna either. I don't know if that's uh, because they have Samantha Pickles instead of Sammy. Yeah. So just roll with it. It's Mike Verna. Um, veterans collided as big. Uh, I was mixing the two. The veterans collided as King Mega. You hear that, Mega? He called you big. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because I also wanted to say I think that Big O match uh, gets him as number one contender. I think Big O is now number one contender for that NYWC championship with that victory. Um, yeah, so Veterans Collided, King Mega defeated Anthony Nice. There was also the NYWC Fusion Championship on the line. Uh, Chainsaw Joe Gacy picked up the victory against Papadon to retain the title. Unfortunately, Brittany Savage did not retain her title as she took on Aria Condensa, Aria is the new NYWC Starlet Champion. Yeah. So congratulations to her. And then uh, Flawless and Lawless took on, uh, put their titles on the line, took on Mike Verna and Talon, and uh, were defeated by Milk Chocolate there. So yeah, new tag team champs there. Yeah, triple threat. Uh, tag team action going on. and Yeah, by the sounds of what I was describing, didn't sound like a triple threat match. No, not at all. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was a triple threat tag team action. Milk Chocolate picked up the victory. New ta- uh, new champs. Yeah, so Milk Chocolate are the five borough wrestling tag team champions as well as the NYWC tag team champions. Both won this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you also had in your main event, NYWC champion Stockade took on CZW champion Matt Tremont. This match went to a no contest. Both men did not answer that 10 count following a bloody, bloody brawl. Uh, And both men retained their titles, their respective titles. Next up, you're going to have NYWC House of Madness taking place in Deer Park, New York. Uh, So far, they have announced that Milk Chocolate will be taking on the former Tag team champions, flawless and lawless in a TLC match. That's, I believe, that's for both championships, I think. Really? I believe so. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I always have been, a, I mean, I think you too, we've both, both been a fan of crossovers with the independents. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see them working together. Um, and next week, we're going to have some of the results from NYWC Truck House Brawl 2, which is going to be taking place in Islip, New York tonight. Which is, would be October 2nd. Some upcoming events we have coming up next Saturday on uh, October the 10th. <laughs> Got to get used to saying October. Uh, CZW Tangled, the Tangled Web 8 in Rory's, <laughs> New Jersey is going to be taking place there. You can check out CZW or CZWrestling.com for information about it. Uh, some matches taking place. We got CZW champion Matt Tremont taking on the former champion Black G's. You also have the CZW tag team champions Team Tremendous taking on the Beaver Boys. Uh, JT Dunn will be taking on David Starr. And you're also going to be seeing the CZW Wire champion Tim Dunst taking on Joey Janela, the bad boy himself. Yeah. So that should be a fun event to go to. You also shall have 
Next Sunday. You also shall have it's Monday, bro. Uh, next Monday, you shall have this. Yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling, King of Pro Wrestling taking place in Japan. Uh, you got David Finley teaming up with Jay White, Juice Robinson, formerly FKA. Uh, can't even remember his name. <laughs> CJ Parker. <laughs> CJ Parker. I was too busy held up on FKA, whether or not that was correct when I said formerly no, known as. No, that was good. Yeah, so CJ Parker, uh, Sho Tanaka, and Kamatsu will be taking on Jushin Liger, Kushida, Mascara Dorada, uh, Taguchi and Tiger Mask probably yeah. kicking that match off in a dark match or something. That event off, I should say. I don't I don't know if that's a dark match or not because I know they had a few others. Oh, actually, you know, because, yeah, well, Juice Robinson, would he be in a dark match? I mean, I don't know. It's good to see David Fla uh, Finley over there, though. David <laughs> <laughs> David Flair's there, too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Tag Team Championships on the line as Red Dragon defends against Ropin uh, Ropinji Vice. So that would be cool to see Beretta as a tag team champ over there. Yeah. Uh, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega, will be putting his championship on the line, taking on FKA Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel, over there in Japan or in the independent circuit in general. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fala. And uh, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson teaming up, taking on Team Chaos. Yeah, uh, Sakuraba, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Toru Yano. Uh, you have the never open weight champion, Togi Makabe, Makabe taking on uh, Tamahiro Ishii. The IWGP heavyweight title, number one contendership match for it, is going to be taking place. You got Tanahashi taking on Naito. Uh, and I guess the winner will go on to face, I don't know, probably not that night. but uh, yeah, Not that night, but then they'll go on to face the winner of the main event, which is going to be uh, Okada defending his championship, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, against AJ Styles. Yeah. I believe this is the rematch. So this should be a lot of fun. You could order it. Uh, new uh, njpwworld.com. I believe I was just reading that they will have English commentary for this. So that should be awesome to watch. Um, I think it's safe to say New Japan Pro Wrestling will never disappoint you in a pay-per-view recently. No. Uh, and that's really a bold, very bold statement to say, but I feel that confident behind what New Japan Pro Wrestling is putting out there. Yeah, it's uh, a good product. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, anything else? No, let's uh, take a quick break here, and we'll be right back here on Oh my god, I'm marking out because we're the extra guys. M3 and JP, brother. So you better listen to marking out because we said so. Extra guys out. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 243. And uh, let's let's kick it off with uh, the second half with some WWE Monday Night Raw, shall we? Mm, Monday Nitro. <laughs> it's Monday Night Nitro, but okay. 
It's only you been two hundred and forty-three episodes. You 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 want it? You want to say it? No, we're good. So uh, John okay. Cena opened up Monday Night Raw, basically issuing his open challenge for the United States Championship. That was uh, it was announced that he was going to be hosting that again. So that was awesome. To, yeah, I'm that, happy that's to back. Oh yeah, definitely. That was one of the most exciting things of the year. Yeah. Uh, which still to this day is the reason why we'd say that John Cena should be number one on anyone's top list of performers. Wink, wink, hint, hint. So, uh, what we didn't see during this segment, I don't know if you even saw it or not, but what we didn't see here was backstage, uh, Heath Slater was getting ready to accept the U.S. championship. Yeah. And so you saw the video? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so he was getting ready to accept, and all of a sudden you hear uh, Xavier Woods playing John Cena's theme song on trombone. So, which, by the way, that blew my mind this week when I saw that video that of the like a guy, that, a DJ or something, breaking down John Cena's theme song, and it showed that John Cena's theme song sampled a version of the night. The lights went out in Georgia, which was, I believe, it was Pete Schofield and the Canadians. Yeah, but, I was surprised by that too when you showed me it. Because I never, I like, I listened to that song maybe once every two months. Not that version, but because that version is a lot more clearly John Cena's theme song rather than, uh, like, than the other like Vicky Lawrence or Reba McIntyre's versions sounding white, sounding like John Cena's theme song. But like, if you listen to that song, it by the other two, it does kind of sound like John Cena's theme song. But that just yeah. like, blew my mind. But uh, yeah, so New Day came out. Xavier Woods basically accepted, and uh, John Cena picked up the victory there. I, I was a big fan of that entire setup. Before we go into that match, I I liked how they got into that huddle, and even before that, John Cena uh, he used the word ass, I think, and Biggie was just like he cussed, he cussed. And stuff like that. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I don't uh, know. If, I, if I had one critique, lose booty. Don't stupid word. I don't. Yeah, I, I can. I can agree with that. But John Cena beat Xavier Woods by disqualification because um, back. I guess yeah, because during the match, uh, New Day were banned from ringside, and uh, as John Cena had the STF locked in, they ran down, beat up Cena. Dudley Boys ran down, even it up. And uh, Teddy Wong must have been calling in a favor there because they turned that into a tag team match. Yeah, I was I was really happy with this setup. But even because when something happened that usually doesn't happen, I like the fact that you had Dudley Boys and John Cena in the ring with New Day on the outside, and then they went. Uh, I forgot who it was from the New Day, but they pulled uh, Devon Dudley yeah. outside of the ring and started beating him up. And then when Bully Ray and Cena went to the outside, they slid into the inside of the ring. Yeah. So I like I really like that the heels or like the New Day had that spotlight of being in the ring, kind of like waiting for them now. Yeah. I, like, I feel like I should go back to the actual the U.S. Championship match though and give Xavier Woods credit where credit should be given. Yeah. No, it was a good match. It really was, and I, I was completely shocked that Xavier Woods got out of the attitude adjustment. I think it was three times. And I didn't even think this match was going past two minutes. So for it to get 
uh, for it to have been as long as it was, and Xavier Woods to actually do work in that match. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, offense going on with Xavier Woods. Yeah. I, I, but what's funny out of this is that John Cena still buried him. That's exact. That's what a lot of people are still going to say. Why? That oh, yeah. he buried and how he doesn't give people a shot and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's why I really I didn't. Ex- that's why I, ex- I expected that match to just be under what it was. I didn't expect it to go as fair as fa- as long as it did. Yeah, so. it was good. Uh, so they had that tag team match, the New Day, all three members taking on Cena and the Dudley Boys. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, there was a really cool spot where Devon sidestepped uh, Big E, and Big E ended up spearing John Cena through the roofs. Uh, through the roofs. <laughs> <laughs> through, through the, the roofs. ropes. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> How'd that happen? Through the roofs. How do you do spear through the roofs? Yes. Okay. My, my one complaint, though, about this was that at one point, Devon was in the ring with Kofi Kingston, and was going to pin him, and I guess he did pin him, but John Cena was on the outside yelling, tag me, over and over again. I, I just felt like that was so uncharacteristic of John Cena. Yeah. And Devon just, like, not caring at all. He's going about the pin. Yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, but um, Dudley's went to hit the 3D. Uh, Xavier Woods held Bubba Ray's foot, and uh, that distracted Devon, and Kofi hit him with Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. New Day wins. New Day picks up the victory. Up next, we saw Big Show defeat Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Yeah. How, how does that help anymore? Nothing, nothing about this made me think Big Show. Like, oh, Big Show just picked up the victory against Mark Henry. Big Show. He's got I mean, a chance against Brock Lesnar and MSG. Mark Henry has lost last week to Sheamus. I mean, why do why would we care? The way that they've been treating Mark Henry, we said this for weeks now. It's just it's embarrassing. You at least build him up a little bit, so this way when he does get defeated, it's like, oh wow, he was defeated by this guy. Which is why I think for Monday Night Raw, in order if you want to have Big Show look like he has a shot against Brock Lesnar in 2015 at a network special at Madison Square Garden. And you're going to use Mark Henry to do it. Why not have Big Show issue an open gauntlet challenge leading up to Mark Henry? Yeah. And then you can have the whole Mark Henry, boom, defeat. Just not within like... It's just within stupid. a reasonable time, at least, like and, and actually have Mark Henry look like he could win the match. You want Big I, Show to look strong, gauntlet match. Yeah, but it's just stupid. Hey, at least Mark Henry does have a victory this year. Yeah. He teamed up with primetime players on SmackDown to defeat the New Day. Uh, back on episode two hundred thirty-five. So whenever that was, it was a bunch of weeks ago. Yeah. So. But uh, speaking of dumb and stupid, Ms. TV with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Once again, dumb. And stupid. Ric Flair sounded stupid here. I mean, Charlotte Flair, wink. Yeah. I feel like at times she tries to be Ric Flair and it just doesn't work. No, dude. She wants to be nothing like her dad. Yeah, She's right. her own person. Like a, a majority. <laughs> it's funny, though, because. 
Like, a majority of the time she's cutting a promo, she looks like that kid in class that just spaced out. It's like she's trying, like, gears are trying to go faster than her head can work, and it just looks awful. Becky yeah. Becky spoke a little bit about uh, Miz. She can't talk. But she's trying. But she, I, I think she, she, she may have been brought up a little bit too soon. I think they should a be. A little bit too soon? They, I mean, her in-ring is perfect, but her uh, ability to cut a promo, I mean, but look at Seth Rollins, too. When She's he not first, Seth Rollins, though. No, but when he first came up, he was awful with promos. And but he had two people with him that could, I mean, not really that many words from Roman Reigns, but... No, but I mean, I'm he saying, had like, Dean she Ambrose had, there. She, she has television. Yeah, but, but Seth Rollins had... Dean Ambrose, at least, to fall back on for words. Yeah. Becky has Charlotte. I know. She can't cut promos. She's awful. I do feel bad for her. Yeah. So, Team Bella came out. Nikki cut a promo on them. They were talking about the Divas Revolution. What Basically what it is about. And, uh, quite frankly, yeah. this, this whole segment wasn't what the, the revolution was about. No, I thought that it was completely stupid. Yeah. I thought it was also cheap the way that Charlotte went about it, saying how we do it for the fans and blah, 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 the fans, blah, blah, the fans believing in us. Yeah. Paige, I, Paige came out. They all brawled like a few weeks ago. Yeah, but now she's on their team again. And, and like Medusa said, where was Team Bad? I thought okay. maybe they were holding Sasha Banks off television until the Iron Man match is over from NXT, but she was on SmackDown. So, yeah, what I don't like is that I really they have to break this up. They have to break up these uh, trios. It makes no sense, and it's just awful storyline. I mean, honestly, the only one that really ultimately makes sense is Team Bella. Even though Fox, really? even though, I think the only one that they, makes sense to me is Team Bad. Why? I don't see the point of having Alicia Fox with the Bella Twins. I don't see that either. But I mean, PCB is it? I mean, we both understand why. But yeah, Team Bad, I could see as a its own trio. For but now. I was gonna say the only reason why I see the the Team Bella being a Team Bella is because the Bella Twins are the only team that were there. I mean, I don't. I think that Alicia Fox can get kicked out of that, and yeah. just go back to their tag team again. Yeah, well. But I mean, let's not forget how awful the Arad storylines were. They completely dropped the entire Bella feud to reform they didn't them. Really drop it? They just got back together. They, they kind of <laughs> dropped that. <laughs> like, and then the yeah, Sasha Banks is going to be perfect, except not in this trio stuff. Although, you know, the, if you ask me which trio I'm most fine with, it'd be Team Bad. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of two of the three on Team Bad. And then if you ask me who the second most I'm most fine with, it'd be Team Bella. Yeah. Speaking of Team Bella, though, Team Bella went on to defeat Team PCB. Uh, wonderful that Paige teamed up with Charlotte and Becky here. Yeah, I... Didn't care for it. To make matters worse, after the, the whole fi the whole Miz TV debacle, we had Flair wrestling. Yeah, it was pretty awful. It Paige, was pretty awful. Paige ditched the match, and Natalia comes out and goes, no, I'll take her place, because that's a thing that happens. Yeah, that doesn't become a DQ. 
which Paige didn't allow that to happen. She knocked her off the apron, but yeah, got nothing else to say about this. No, can we stop? Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Wyatt family defeat primetime players. Um, <laughs> Again, not much to say here, but yeah, I do like on. I do like that Strowman put the Hangman sleeper on Titus and made yeah. him pass out because Titus is basically he looks like a beast. He is a beast, right? So, well, I mean, is okay. he? I I still Brock Lesnar is a beast. I still think that Titus O'Neil can be molded into. A really good wrestler. He shows more promise than Darren Young. Agreed. Yes. Uh, next up, you had Neville pick up a victory over Stardust. Uh, what's his name? By Neville? disqualification. Yeah. Here. Oh, yeah. I was covering up that, that DQ. Yeah, Neville. He went. He was going to go for that red arrow, but King Barrett made his return to the WWE universe, uh, distracting Neville a little bit, and then getting involved. Uh, hitting him with the elbow thanks to Stardust pushing him into him and then going after Stardust. Yeah, Stardust tried to plead saying, oh, we're a team, we're a team, but bad news took him out. But but very odd that we're a team, we're a team, but where is his session to help out Stardust? Yeah, I thought it was dumb that they weren't out there, but in this sense, you got to understand, I mean, I... It it doesn't make sense, but at the same time, at the same time, it does make sense because... How could you have the Ascension out there without Bad News Barrett taking them out? Or I would have would have to take him out. The way I they should have done it is either have the referee kick the Ascension to the backstage area. Oh, yeah, that would have worked perfectly. Or have, like, right before the match, have Stardust, like, Neville being like, let's make this one-on-one, like, no, nobody out else out here. Stardust tells Ascension, go backstage, it's okay, I got this. And I would have been fine with that. At least this way, I understand why they're not out there. Another thing I thought was dumb was the fact that Neville could have literally hit the red arrow on Stardust, won the match, and then prepared for Bad News Barrett getting in the ring, all while Bad News Barrett was still making his way down to the ring. There yeah. was so much time for Neville to literally... How, how long does the red arrow take to hit? Three a seconds. Point yeah. three seconds, maybe? Less than a second? I mean, I, I've won with three, but that's climbing up to the turnbuckle, too. But he was uh, already up on the turnbuckle, so... That's true. Second and a half. I would even say less than that. I really would. Yeah. It's from the um, top to the bottom. It can't be that that long. Yeah. But, but I'm happy that King Barrett is back. Yeah, well... Why, you don't I mean, like I'm not, that? I'm not... I'm not, not I'm, unhappy I've with it. I've always been a fan of King Barrett over Bad News Barrett. I'm not unhappy with it. I just... I thought it was stupid. Because Neville could have won there. Okay, I, I get that. But and the essential were nowhere to be found. So. I don't like that. And what I don't like is now Stardust versus Neville is over. Maybe. Because there's no point for now there's no point for King Barrett to interfere himself with this at this time. Cause they have Neville and Stardust have their entire uh, storyline going. Where is King Barrett gonna fit? Because Ascensions is part of this storyline as well. So, and uh, the Lucha Dragons, too. Yeah. So, what, now is King Barrett going to find his own tag team? My God, what and is the Nexus another... doing back here? No. Right? And now we could have another uh, uh, nine-man tag. Nine-man tag? Yeah. Three-three-three. Three, three. Yeah. Uh, next, though, uh, throughout the night, the authority had Ashley Madison from HR following Kane. 
Just yeah, they really chose that wrestling name really well. I'm just Talking kidding. about I, doing I, your... I'm just kidding. It wasn't Ashley Madison. It was just Ashley. Oh, okay. It's about to be like after that stuff with the PCB, whatever they were before that. Yeah, the sister sisters, sisters. Yeah. I I was gonna go with it. I thought you were talking the truth. Yeah. No. You can't. Someone that doesn't watch Raw live. Yeah. No. So Ashley Madison from HR was following Kane all night to see if. Uh, if he was fit to be director of operations. And Seth Rollins basically spent the whole night trying to prove that Kane wasn't fit for that position. And she ended up saying that Kane was fit, and if anyone needed the counseling, it was Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins attacked Kane with a chair, and they stretched him to the back. Well, he, he did damage to that leg, too. Yeah. Well, There's nothing like that. He, he attacked him with a chair. Yeah, but he also stomped on his leg, really injuring Kane to the right. point where he was stretched to the back. Yes, and then they loaded him up onto the ambulance, and all of a sudden the ambulance stopped, turned red inside, filled with smoke. Demon Kane came out of it, and uh, Kane made his way to the ring, took out I, Rollins. Rollins I, ran I, off. I, I really like that part where he, like, at first he stole, stole the leg injury, yeah. but then he stomped his leg and he was perfect. I, like, we talk so much about people not selling injuries, but the ex- exceptions are Kane and Undertaker. Like, those people that really... I don't think at this point Undertaker's selling injuries. Yeah, he's selling legit how he feels. But I, I, I'm f- completely fine with that. Yeah, so this segment ended with... Kane holding up the WWE Championship. I'd be fine with it. I mean... I really don't mind having Kane win the championship just because it becomes like the same reason if if Mark Henry faced anybody. It could be anybody oh, for the championship. Snap. And I would want him to win. Where Where's Undertaker's next feud? It's Kane. Kane versus Undertaker. WWE Championship on the line. WrestleMania 32 in Texas. Undertaker wins, retires on top as champion, like Trish Stratus did, except with a, a more lengthy career. Boom. Hometown, hometown, such parallels. That's what's going to happen, hopefully. There you go. <laughs> let, it, let, it be, let it be ridden. Yeah. Let it be ridden. Up next, Randy Orton picked up the victory against Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas should have won. Yeah. Win, Moving on, though. Win had no, ap- <laughs> no, no impact on Orton. No. Thanks, guys. Uh, no. You had a no contest between Rusev and uh, Kevin Owens. Ryback was on commentary. And Owens threw <laughs> no, Rusev threw Owens into him. No. And no, no. Kevin Owens tossed Rusev into him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then they all started brawling. They were like, wait a minute. Boom, let's, let's team up here. I thought that was... Cause I feel like we haven't really seen that at all recently. We saw We're, them do it uh, when? Um, pretty recently with him and uh, Rusev. But I, I dig it during the match that they did that. Yeah. I like that. Ziggler ran down, hit Rusev with a super kick. Kevin Owens left. That, he, he was about to get kicked with one, I think. But then he... No, the shell shock or something. But he... Left, yeah, cool. Uh, next, Paul Heyman cut a promo to hype up Brock Lesnar versus Big Show at Madison Square Garden on October 3rd on Brock Lesnar's Go to Hell tour. Uh, Big Show came out, got in the face of Paul, uh, which 
it's funny because in my eyes, I picture Big Show as the face here in this segment because I really don't care for, I mean, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. More than likely, I don't care for Paul Heyman promos these days. I don't care for any of this these days. Well, Paul Heyman walked off after Big Show spoke to him about going over on Saturday, so. Yeah. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's the main reason why this event is taking place on the network. Yeah. So. But talking about doing what you got to do. Which hopefully hopefully this is Big Show's last ever match. Loses against Segway. It was was a perfect segue. You ruined it. Was it? Because what was your segue? Speaking of going over on Saturday. No, no, no. That wasn't it. You ruined it. (laughs) What was your segue? You have to ask the fans. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns uh, went to a double countout. I was a big fan of this match. Yeah, the ending was was fun. I I did uh, like the, the actual match was fun. I liked the ending more. I liked uh, Mr. Tony Nese, the premier athlete, making an appearance. Yeah, it spilled into the crowd, and Bray Wyatt tossed Tony Nese into Roman Reigns. And then, like, yeah. a sick bodied him right through the barricade. That I popped for huge. Because, yeah, because thankfully, it was yeah. a different barricade. It was a different barricade and a different move. Same, but same location, thing, but... But now what I fear is that Bray Wyatt is going to do this on the pay-per-view. He's going to do this at MSG. He's, it's going to be the same exact spot that Roman Reigns has. not going to be at uh, that, MSG, so bam roasted. That's all right. That Roman Reigns has with the whatever he does, the spear. They're still not going to be at MSG. Huh? They're not going to be at MSG. They're on the B show, brother. That, that, uh, in Overall, though, I it's going to be the same. I hope it doesn't become a repeat spot. I don't think it will be. I hope not. But, uh... Oh, the spear through the table was sick, too. Yeah, Bray got up from that, stood on the commentary table and posed and turned around. Roman Reigns, boom, out of nowhere, speared him through the yeah. table. Which, it, it's it funny... It was a running spear. It was just more of a, like, he got up and just jumped uh, up to the table and speared him. Yeah, it's funny because I was thinking, who put the stairs there? Like, did they know that they needed to put the stairs there? I don't recall seeing the steps. I don't recall steps at all. Yes, but Roman Reigns jumped off the steel steps. Oh, well, there That were placed right in front of the the commentary table, so. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, Yeah, and that was it. That was a good way to end Raw. Yeah. So let's talk about some Smacketh Down. Smackdown! Good job, good job. Seth Rollins opened up the show basically yelling at Kane and about Kane. Uh, Kane came out with crutches and eventually put Seth Rollins in a match, teaming him up with New Day to take on the Dudley Boys and Demon Kane. Seth Rollins uh, basically refused to partake in it unless Corporate Kane agreed to be sitting ringside. Um, Which part of this storyline reminds me of Hulk Hogan and Mr. America, where Vince McMahon was so adamant about proving Mr. America was Hulk Hogan but in this case, you would replace Vince McMahon with Seth Rollins. You would replace Mr. America with Demon Kane. And you, I guess, would replace Hulk Hogan with Corporate Kane. I really don't know enough about Mr. America's storyline for that. It's Basically, it was Vince McMahon trying to prove that. it Because Hulk Hogan got fired from WWE. Okay. So, it was Vince McMahon trying to prove that, get that mask off at all, cor- at all costs. 
Mm-hmm. It's got to be Hulk Hogan under there. So at like house shows and stuff, Hogan would like take the mask off, tease it, and be like, hold his his uh, finger up to his lips and be like, shh, don't tell, basically. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's why this kind of reminds me of that. But I can see it. Up next, we saw Team Bad defeat uh, Team Bella. Um, before the match, Naomi and Sasha Banks basically said that nobody cares about who started the Divas the Revolution. True story. Yeah. Um, I was actually a fan of this match. I like this match. Yeah, there was, I was too. One, the one part that I really that I didn't like, but it was just a miscalculation, was where Naomi jumped was going for like a um, springboarding herself into the ring or whatever, launching herself into the ring. And ended up eating the elbow by, Nick, uh, who is it, Nikki Bella? Yeah. Ate the forearm. But the thing is, Naomi jumped and like she had to wait there for uh, maybe a second or two to for Nikki to get over to give her the forearm because she wasn't ready for that spot. Uh, I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that I didn't like that. But overall, it was a very good match, I thought. What I think ultimately sucks is that Team Bad is such a new thing and didn't make it into WW2K16. Forget yes. a, forget about the quote-unquote horsewomen not making it into the game. I'm more disappointed that the inverse broken arrow that they do is not going to be in the game. Wait, Naomi's not in the game? No, Naomi's in the game. Oh, okay. So is Tamina. It's I Like I said, the horsewomen and uh, as Team Bad won't be in the game. And I say that because that move that they do, that the world's greatest tag team used to do, but they reverse the reverse it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, I'm such a fan of that move, and it sucks that that probably won't be in the game. I know the move. But uh, uh, some something I didn't like about the match also, or not also, just in general, that I didn't like about the match was I found it a bit unbelievable that Nikki Bella was squaring up with Tamina where they couldn't knock each other down. Yeah, I don't like their treatment of Tamina's character. Because Tamina's like... But Tamina's like a beast in the Divas division. She shouldn't be squaring against Nikki Bella, who's... Yeah. I, I think that the person that really shined in this match was Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks did an excellent job. I do like the ending, though, where Nikki was locked in the bank statement... And yeah. she was reaching for Brie, and Brie was outside of the ring being held back by Tamina and Naomi, also trying to reach for her, but she couldn't reach. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Ryback take on Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Ryback picked up the victory, but it was by countdown. Kevin Owens retains that championship. Yeah, they were both outside. Ryback was in, in enough time to beat the clock, and Owens got up and... Uh, like, yeah, not yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to be going into the ring, so I'm just gonna stay out here. That kind of sounded like more like Cesaro to me, but yeah. whatever. That yeah. that double clothesline looks stiff, though. The double clothesline? Yeah, where they uh, from Ryback? No, where Ryback and Kevin Owens they did a oh, double they did each other. Okay, yeah, okay. To keep them outside of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stiff part looked like when they landed, like that. That looked like it was tough. It was a tough landing. Just to, even just to take that that drop to the ground to the mat, yeah, that looked like that hurt. Afterwards, uh, Kevin Owens dragged Ryback out of the ring and tried to power bomb him outside. 
Uh, Ryback reversed it. They got into the ring. Kevin Owens tried to actually do the pop-up powerbomb in the ring, got hit with the clothesline, and then uh, eventually got hit with shell shot. Yeah. So, so Ryback finally getting his hands on Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Lucha Dragons and Neville teaming up to take on Stardust and Ascension. Lucha Dragons and Neville pick up the victory, which only makes me question even more why the Ascension did not help out Stardust on Monday Night Raw. Which kind of makes me question, where was Bad News Barrett here? Why was he nowhere to be found? You mean King Barrett. King. I say Bad News. It's the same no, thing. No, no, no. King no, it's Barrett. it's the same thing. That's not his name, though. Yeah, no, it is, though. It's King Barrett. It's still Jerry Lawler. It's still... Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It's still Macho Man Randy Savage. It's still Harley Race. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Need I keep going? I don't know. Do you want to? It's still Haku. Is it? Yeah. Or is it Meng? King Meng? That's what it was? It wasn't King Haku? No, it was King Haku. So it was Haku. Yeah. But uh, the match was great. Kalisto hit uh, a rope-aided Salida Del Sol on Connor to win the match, which I thought was cool. I was a big fan of Kiru. What's his name? Victor. Uh, he hit a top rope Michinuku driver. I thought that would look pretty sick. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, I thought that looked pretty cool. I think he hit that on Sin Cara. Um, what else? How do you hit a top rope Michinoku driver? I mean, it was more, it was, um, yeah, it was a top rope Michinuku driver. I'll have to go back and rewatch that. Yeah. Uh, it was a sit-down body slam. I mean, which so is it's not. So that's he didn't, a he didn't. driver. It's a body sl- a sit-down body slam. Maybe I'm thinking of a falcon arrow. Potentially. Yeah. Up next, we saw Bray Wyatt out in the ring with uh, the Wyatt family. And uh, he's cutting his promo on Roman Reigns. And... Uh, Roman Reigns made his way to the ringside area. Bray Wyatt had Strowman and Harper back off. Don't touch Roman Reigns. Reigns stepped in, went face-to-face with Bray Wyatt, and grabbed the mic from him. Mid-sentence from Bray Wyatt. And then challenged him to a match at Hell in a Cell, which was kind of like an Undertaker promo, where literally all Roman Reigns was like, Hell in a Cell. And that was the challenge. Backed out of yeah. the ring, went up the ramp, did the look back thing that Taker would do, and I guess Bray Wyatt accepted. But or the look back thing that uh, what's her name, Kana Asuka, she did that. Yeah, but more so Undertaker. Yeah. But what confused me here was Jerry Lawler saying they wanted they want to end this in the Hell in a Cell, which I didn't get that from the promo, but I guess it's going to be happening inside the Hell in a Cell because WWE.com confirmed it. So. Yeah, that's how you know that your promos aren't really that great when you have the match set up and nobody has any clue it's that, because, that, that they just heard that. It, it, for me, I mean, all Roman Reigns did was literally, he said, Hell in a Cell, which I'm fine with that, but when you got the pay-per-view Hell in a Cell... Yeah, being a thing, and uh, and Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns not really in my eyes a big enough feud that deserves a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, that's why I was confused by it. So, yeah. um, talking about confusion, Dudley Boys picked up the victory with Damian Kane. I don't know Kane. <laughs> Damian Kane. Demon. Demon Kane. Through the uh, over New Day and uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston here. 
Yeah. Corporate Kane was, in fact, sitting ringside. Demon Kane didn't show up for the match. And uh, Seth Rollins was staring Kane down. And uh, Corporate Kane had the bell rung. Just fuck, just ding, ding, ding. Start the match. Making sure that Corporate Kane was, in fact, there. Sitting ringside. Booker T's commentary here. Uh, sometimes it's... I, I can't stand it. Sometimes it's really hilarious. Watch it. He may be listening. Because he gave a shout-out to somebody that I... like. I, I was like, who is that? And Jerry Lawler was like, who is that? Like, what was that a shout-out for? And he goes, man, it's for a high school band teacher. Or something like that. And I thought it was so funny. King and I had the same exact reaction at the same time. We were like, what? Who is that? <laughs> but uh, as far as the actual match goes... Uh, it, it was a good match. Rollins did a dive to the outside, taking out uh, Corporate Kane. Yeah, which that was kind of stupid to me. I it agree. was, it was, I was, it was cool. Okay, fine, but why was Kane getting in the way of Devon? Yeah, I didn't get that. So when Rollins essentially was going to dive out onto Devon, Kane gets in the way. Boom, hits both of them. Kane. Gets helped up, basically, from the ringside doctor or whatever, going up the ramp. Rollins tried to make him stay. He tagged out, ran up the ramp. Kane, you got to stay, you got to stay, you got to stay. No. Kane just turned around, smiled, which I like. It's like yeah, mind game. I thought that was good. Demon Kane eventually made his way to the ringside area and went after Seth Rollins. Yeah. Which uh, Seth Rollins it, escaped. Yeah. The Dudley Boys hit the 3D on Kofi to win, and uh, Bubba Ray went to go raise Demon Kane's hand and or arm, and I yeah, guess. Yeah, he, and he had the championship, too. Yeah, he had the WWE Championship in his hands, and uh, Bubba went to go raise his arm and uh, got chokeslammed for it. Then Devon got chokeslammed, and then Kane hit Kofi Kingston and uh, Biggie Langston with a double chokeslam and uh, Tombstone to Xavier Woods to close the show. I'm a big fan of that. I like Kane on his destructive path. I enjoy it when he will take out the faces. He doesn't care. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that, Kane. And I'm, I'm happy to see Kane back. Yeah. I am happy. I mean, not, so, it's, it hasn't really been that long. It's kind of disappointing because it doesn't seem that Demon Kane is in 2K16. Yeah. But it was cool. But, they have the They showed off, I guess, new attires of Kane. I don't know if that still could mean that they have the Demon Kane in the actual game because it was in last year's game. Maybe they do. Because Maybe they're the, just because, not... Yeah, because all the attires they showed off were new from not in last year's. As in yeah. as in the corporate Kane, um, Kane with the two long sleeves, Kane with one long and one short sleeve, and then... I mean, they, they said that they're good. They have... Everyone has a bunch of attires and some of the attires they haven't shown yet. Yeah, so. and then the 2001 Kane with the tank top. So yeah. hopefully, I mean, I would love for 2002 Kane to be in there as well because that was such a cool experience playing as that last year. Yeah. So. All right, so let's get on with Which this. Which I have let's... to say, I guess I officially pre-ordered it. I know I said last year I was so up in the air. But then you throw me Mikey Whipwreck and Stun and Steve. Yeah, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon paid, how much did you pay? <laughs> you, you, you paid a good amount Three, of money for 340. I paid 340 for a new PlayStation. Yeah. So. Which most people pay like four sixty or something like that. I don't know. It just doesn't seem worth it to me. I don't know. But what else? Talking about not being worth it, 
that main event for WWE MSG. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you would say it's not worth it because I'm going to it. I'm paying the 20 bucks. Yeah. It's taking place this Saturday, October the 3rd, at Madison Square Garden, which uh, is Brock Lesnar's very first match back at Madison Square Garden since 2004, which was WrestleMania 20. That could be said about Brock Lesnar with a lot of arenas, though. Yeah, but this is like <laughs> this is Madison Square Garden as opposed to the, the barn. I mean, how many times has he even had matches at MSG? In general. Probably only four or five. Who knows? Yeah, maybe even two. No, definitely um, way more than two. He uh, had from 2002 to 2004. You think they only went to the Garden twice? Potentially doesn't mean that he was not even. Up. Not even to mention 2001, where it was before he was debuted. Uh, you can't count that. You 100 percent count that. No. Uh, yeah, That's because you official. have. No, what are you kidding me? There's tons of people out there that like. Oh, I'm making my MSG debut tonight. And it's just somebody that's on the NXT roster. That still counts. Yeah, 100% counts. You're wrong. All right. Sounds good. So the worst match on the card seems to be Randy Orton versus Sheamus. I don't know why Randy Orton should be on the other card. He should be taking on somebody like Bo Dallas in in uh, on the B-Show, wherever. This is... Like, insanity. Insanity is the repetition of something. This is insanity. Yeah. I understand Sheamus should be on this show because John Cena and Seth Rollins are... I mean, just Seth Rollins in general will be there. Yeah. I, I get that. But Randy Orton needs to understand... Like, I think Randy Orton has to take it upon himself and be like, listen, stop booking me this way. Let me go to the B card. Let like me the, go to like, NXT. Like, the B show's top billing is Roman Reigns and the Wyatts. Yeah. Why not throw another... Big time guy on there. You already have John Cena here. You don't need Randy Orton also. Uh-uh. So you have that. Uh, uh, other people, the tag team. Oh. I was going to say other people scheduled to appear so far are Team yeah. Bella, Charlotte, which it was yeah. supposed to originally be PCB, but. Yeah, the tag team titles on the line as New Day takes on Dudley Boys. I'm saying that the Dudley Boys win by DQ, though. Yeah, it should be a tables match. It would be cool if the Dudley Boys actually won the titles here, but I wouldn't want New Day to lose them. Yeah, I think it's going to be a victory, but by DQ. Uh, we have uh, Dolph Ziggler taking on Rusev in a regular singles match and uh, celebrating his 25 years in the business. I believe that might be today, but again, for this weekend, uh, WWE Intercontinental Championship will be on the line. Kevin Owens putting that title against Chris Jericho. Mr. Yeah. 25. Uh, yeah, that's going to be cool. You're also going to have Brock Lesnar take on Big Show. That's the match that I think is the worst on the card. I don't think so. It's I, definitely Randy Orton versus Sheamus. I'd rather see Orton no, versus Sheamus no, than Lesnar than Big Show. it's definitely Randy Orton versus Sheamus. I'm sorry. I'd rather see Orton and Sheamus no, than like Lesnar if, Big if Show. We were, if we were in front of each other right now, I would probably try and slap you. Yeah, but... I have reflexes like a cat. Yeah, like a cat who's been run over by a car seven times. That's not nice. <laughs> that hurts. You have very slow <laughs> reflexes. Oh, I didn't get that you were saying. <laughs> uh, in your main event, you're going to have John Cena defending. Wait, I don't think that's the main event. Then what's the main event? It's being billed as Brock Lesnar live oh. from Madison Square Garden, so I assume Brock versus Big Show will be the main event. Yikes. 
All right, well, you're going to have John Cena defend the U.S. Championship against Seth Rollins in a cage match. Which, if this is the Go to Hell Tour, and Brock Lesnar's end date on the Go to Hell Tour is a Hell in a Cell match inside a cage, why would you not start the tour inside a cage in a steel cage match? It's not the same as a Hell in a Cell. You're still, it's still celebrating the whole Go to Hell, it's a cage thing. Yeah. I don't understand why that happens unless... There's a whole thing with Seth Rollins, John Cena, and Demon Kane. Maybe. Where Seth Rollins makes corporate Kane sit ringside or something. Something happens. Kane can't get in the ring or something. Or just Kane comes through the ring or something. I have no clue. I have no clue. Yeah, really. no, you do. You just said exactly what's going to happen. I, That's, but I can't. It, it, leaves, it leaves Seth Rollins in a cage vulnerable to Demon Kane. Right. That you, that's what you you called it. Something that's what's like going to happen. That. Something like that. You know why you called it? Because we've seen that so many times. <laughs> yeah. Mark uh, Henry. Mark Henry's booked. I think. Um, yeah. So you can expect him to lose to someone in like two minutes, three minutes. It starts at eight o'clock on the network. However, let's see what my ticket says, shall we? My ticket is for seven thirty. So I guess at 7.30 we'll know uh, who we'll be seeing in some dark matches there. Yeah. All uh, right. Of course, I would hope for Zack Ryder to have a match. However, I don't believe he will since NXT is also running a C-show that day. Oh. Or, or that night, I should say. And uh, speaking of NXT, we got NXT TakeOver taking place on the 7th next Wednesday. That is the 7th, right? Maybe. Yeah, it's the 7th, next Wednesday. Uh, this is the whole finals for the, uh, for the what's it called? The Dusty Rhodes Classic Tournament, Tag Team Classic. Uh, is this NXT Respect? Is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. I think it's NXT TakeOver Respect. But you got, in the finals, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe taking on the mechanics, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. And uh, the other match taking place there is Jason Jordan and Chad Gable teaming up to take on Baron Corbin and Rhino. Cool to see Gable and Jordan uh, get that kind of spotlight. I kind of feel like they're going to win. I wouldn't be surprised. They have a lot of hype behind them. Uh, Who's their opponent? I'm sorry. Well, their opponent right there is Baron Corbin and Rhino. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of don't see Corbin and Rhino working well together. They have been, so... Yeah, they have been, but I kind of see something happening. So the winners of that match and the Balor-Joe match and the Mechanics yeah. will be taking on each other that night to for the finals. True story. Uh, we also have Apollo Crews taking on Tyler Breeze. Um, Asuka's making her wrestling in-ring debut against Dana Brooke, unfortunately. I, I think she Emma. can make that into a good match. Yeah, but unfortunately, though. it's not Emma. Yep. And then the big main event here, the 30 woman, 30 man. 30 no, woman, wow. And I just said 30 man. Yeah, 30, yeah, that too. 30 minute Iron Woman match or Iron Man match, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, between the champion Bailey and the challenger Sasha Banks. That is going to be worth nine ninety nine itself. Nine ninety nine, except it's free for this month. As oh well, there month. you go. Yeah, uh, well, that match is going to be really to good. Subscribers, but yeah, I do believe it'll be really good. 
I mean, will they now? Will did they set the bar too high in their last match? No, I don't think so. I think this one's a completely different match. I hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, it it is a different match. Yeah, but I, I hope we get different uh, spots and stuff like that. I'm a little surprised that Balor and Joe are making it this far. But then again, because the match is on the the actual takeover. Mm-hmm. Just because Balor's champion, you want him to be on takeover, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, maybe Joe turns on Balor during the match, and uh, that's the next challenger for the title. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Should be fun uh, next Wednesday. Yep. It's unfortunate that some of these teams are eliminated. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen Enzo and Cass go farther. Eh, what else? Yeah, they lost to uh, Balor and Joe this past week. Good match. Dave, shameless plugs. <laughs> shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski, Jasmine at Reverse Adam Saj, Bimon to be at NYWC underscore sign guy, Evan at Evan Bordner one. And don't forget to go check out Braden Knight. Go follow him. Give him a follow. If you're in Florida, go check him out. If you're in Deer Park and he's going to be there, go check him out. Go follow him at Braden Knight BC. Also, don't forget to go check out and give a like on Facebook to Team Awesome. Lorenzo has such a great, great group. Uh, knows exactly how to interact with all of his fans, all of his followers. And he's been supporting us for a long time. And we, of course, support him. So go uh, go follow them on fa- on Twitter at TeamAwesome418. And definitely go like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash TeamAwesome418. Awesome group. You will not be sorry for doing so. Uh, also, go check out, drum roll please, Pro Wrestling Zombie Lucha. Uh, this is going to be put in, put on by Grand Slam Wrestling in at the Music Youth Center in Music, uh, Pennsylvania. Grand Slam Wrestling Zombie Lucha. You're going to be seeing the Grand Slam Wrestling Champion, the Cinema Stevie Shields, take on uh, defense against British Wolf. You're going to see a GSW Tag Team uh, uh, four-way match for the vacant titles. Former champs Bo Storm, which is Bo Nakoda, and international star Shane Storm, taking on world-class gentlemen versus Falcon Corp versus the Impeccables. Personally, I'm all for anything that Bo Nakoda is a part of because we saw him at WXWC4, and it's unfortunate that he does not get more exposure than he get currently gets. Definitely dude deserves it. But, yeah, go check them out. Tickets are only $10. You cannot go wrong with that. Facebook.com slash Grand Slam Wrestling PA. That's where, the, and, uh, that's where the, the Rail Riders play. There you go. Triple-A baseball team for the New York Yankees, I believe. Very interesting. So <laughs> go check that out. October 10th, Grand Slam Wrestling, Zombie Lucha. Don't quote me on that, though. Will not quote you on that. <laughs> and Brandon... Do you have any shout-outs? Brandon, shout-outs. 
Robert De Niro. The Intern, starring Robert De Niro, and Anne Hathaway gets the first shout-out. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. I uh, went and saw it this past week. Go check it out if, if you're into Robert De Niro, if you're into Anne Hathaway. Uh, now that it's October, uh, I think it's time that we start watching and uh, talking about those seasonal movies. Such uh, as? Yeah. First shout, uh, second shout out here is Hocus Pocus. <laughs> getting that getting that good old shout out from me. There you go. Uh, it's probably the best Halloween movie. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What? What are you going to put that up against? I know. I, I, I didn't put that up against Halloween. I wouldn't. No, I put it up against Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's more of a Christmas movie. I, <laughs> it's not, it's though. What? <laughs> I always saw it as Halloween. Even you know, it's Christmas Halloween. Yeah. But even still, I'd put a, a horror flick. As I wouldn't, because okay. I don't like horror films. But uh, I think it, it sucks because uh, I just found out a few of the places were actually filmed uh, in Salem, Massachusetts. I wish I knew that when we were there. We could always go again. I don't think we can. Why can't we? Well, where? First of all, you you going back to Salem, Massachusetts anytime soon? I definitely want to. <laughs> you gonna keep talking like that, or what is this gonna do with her? I I completely would be fine. Uh, last shout out is not a shout out. It's an anti shout out. And it goes to this voice. Going to WWE. Can you guess why? I am going to guess. It is because... Uh, they... They... You have nothing. Mm. It's because WWE tried to jump on that John, oh, John Cena, Cena thing. Yeah, the video. They made a few videos of their own featuring a really, really, really awfully edited Jim Ross commentary clip instead of having that DJ's that. instead of the DJ's voice. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, come on. You want to drive something in the ground? Let's release a out-of-nowhere Randy Orton shirt. Let's let's put all these things, Randy Orton, out of nowhere. Let's call, call it on commentary week after week when it's really, not really out of nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of set up. So, screw you, WWE. And I guess now it's time to move on to our... Our... That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Um, this, I guess, really does get classified under mark because we really don't know. Uh, WW2K16, they released a video of it, of the new moves that are in the game. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of new sharpshooters, there's a new Enziguri. There is a new, uh, or just in general is new because it hasn't been in the game before, a sit-out tombstone pile driver. So does that lead no. me to believe? <laughs> no. I mean. They wouldn't give. I mean. And there's also a new Olympic Slam, so I don't know. Is it? Maybe Owen Hart and Kurt Angle are just available inside the the story mode. That'd be cool. It'd be disappointing as hell, but it'd be awesome that they're still in there. Or maybe they're just throwing out 
like, oh, you guys could definitely use this. Or maybe the Olympic Slam is really like a Randy Orton, right? Because Randy Orton does it now, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he used to. I don't so, know if he still does it. Yeah, I don't know. So, and maybe there's, like, why would there be all that many sharpshooters in the game? Who else did sharpshooters? Bret Hart? Tyson Kidd. Ooh, maybe one is Tyson Kidd's. Tyson Kidd, Natalia, on occasion. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if it's like if it's specifically like Bret Hart gets one, Natty gets one, and Tyson gets one, and then uh, like, there's like no Owen. That that could be it. Maybe there's a Rock one in there. Maybe that's one of them instead of Natalia. Rock, the yeah, could be Rock. Um, could be Stone Cold's. Stone Cold did. Uh, against Bret Hart. Oh, maybe there one is for Stone Cold then. It's, it's cool. I popped. I did pop that the Hollywood and Vine is in there. His that was his signature move, I believe, when he was stunning Steve. The it was I'm like the it was like a it's it like a modified um, figure four, and it's uh, cool. They have. I, I assume. I I would assume that his other his finisher that he used was the flapjack onto the rope. I would assume that's in there. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, so that that may be it right there. Maybe it's Stone Cold's version of the sharpshooter, maybe, and then you have Tyson Kids. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm looking forward to getting the game. I have a PlayStation Four that I won't use for a month. It, you know, it was really cool <laughs> though. It was really cool. I, I had no clue what I was doing. I feel so stupid going on this PlayStation Four because I have no clue what anything is. But um, so I was on PlayStation Four last night, just messing around, and I saw that one of my friends were online and I clicked on his profile and it's, or I clicked onto some sort of feature and it said, it said watch. I was like, what the heck is this? So I clicked watch or whatever. And it asked him if I could watch him play. And I was, I literally started watching him play Madden. <laughs> I was like blown away that that was a feature. I don't know if I assume Wait, that you, you watch his screen. Yeah. Or are you watching him? No, I watched his screen. Are you kidding me? Okay. Okay. Also, you speaking, really creep me out. speaking of this watching... Is like, this is right up okay. Sunny's alley. Wait, wait. Are. You want to say, speaking of watching him, there were people on... There's there's live streams on PlayStation 4. I don't know if this is on, how it is on Xbox 360 or Xbox One at all, but on PS4, there were actual live streams of people. This one girl was naked dancing on PlayStation 4. I was, I, I'm like, I was so confused as how that was allowed. And then it was funny. Another guy clicked on to, or not another guy, a guy's video. I clicked on to his, he, he, he's like cleaning his room or whatever. He had the U S the WCW U S championship. It was like so random. Huh? Yeah. But just the fact that I was able to actually go watch my friend play Madden, which that's was scary, boring, but it was crazy. And I think it asked me, it said, if you want to join in, you have to have uh, PlayStation Plus. So I wonder if I don't even need to have the game Madden in order to play if he has that. Maybe. It's crazy. Word. But that was our show this week. Episode 243 was then and there. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. You can always, always, always subscribe to us on iTunes. Stream this live on Stitcher. Not live, but you know what I mean. Uh, you can check out markingout.com for all the old episodes, all the new episodes. Uh, follow us at markingout, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Buy our t-shirts on prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. 
two shirt designs. One shirt design has three colors, maybe three different three different styles. So check it out. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, have a great week. I feel like and I'm doing this out of. <laughs> we <order>. wish you <laughs> the. Best of luck in your future endeavors, Hamlet.